millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Thank you so much for joining us. I am very excited about today's show. If you caught Baseless Conspiracies last night with myself, John, and Burning Bright, you may have gotten a little preview of some of what we're going to be talking about. But in the intervening time, much more has broken. Also, very unfortunately, much like what happened in Ireland, a Middle Eastern migrant having stabbed a number of children and a couple of adults, it seems to have happened all over again in France. I also want to give a special prayer request for our friend Penny from the chat because I saw it knock my socks off and posted something on on Foxhole about her having surgery today. So I hope she's okay. Uh, I'm sure that she is, but uh, the prayers will not hurt. President Trump and his legal team in a brilliant checkmate on the Department of Justice, the deep state itself, and the entire corrupt system that's trying to bring him down. There is so much more going on here than meets the eye, and I need you to hit that like button. Also, make sure you're subscribed before we head into the first sponsor of the show. So sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we are going to be right back after this. Our national debt is a real-world problem. Our government spends more on interest payments than it does funding the Pentagon. 
And Biden, well, he wants to raise taxes on businesses and the wealthiest people to use the additional revenue only to fund social welfare programs. We've gone from $6 trillion in debt to $34 trillion in just 20 years. In 2010, our debt was $13 trillion. In gold, it was $1,000 an ounce. By 2020, our debt was $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, here we are in 2023. We have a $33 trillion debt and gold is $2,000 an ounce. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson recently warned that our greatest threat to national security isn't Russia, it isn't China, it's our national debt. So call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Mention Zach Payne and Red Pill 78 and you'll always get best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver and you may be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA on qualifying rollovers. So give them a call today at 888-857-6092 to get their free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Once again, give them a call today at 888-857-6092. Mention me, Zach Payne and Red Pill 78 I want to specifically thank Patriot Gold for becoming a sponsor of this channel. And when you support my sponsors, you also support this channel. All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. First of all, I want to begin with an actual thank you to Penny as well, because yesterday on Ko-Fi, she donated. And for some reason, the notification didn't come across the screen. But she said, Zach, China is experiencing an outbreak of mycoplasma pneumonia. We spoke about this briefly over the weekend, but I didn't have a lot of details. She says, however, it is a bacterial pneumonia that responds well to amoxicillin and the like, assuming it hasn't been somehow all altered or weaponized. When we were speaking yesterday about the possible uh, future scenarios we might foresee, another pandemic is definitely on the plate. It would be a plan-demic, make no mistake about it. It would be something that they had put together themselves. Uh, But, of course... I'm not too worried about it because, as Penny said, as long as this is the natural bacterial pneumonia, you should be able to get medicine no problem, barring any unforeseen uh, issues with actually procuring the amoxicillin that is needed to go ahead and uh Save you, save you from it. Uh, I also need to say thank you to a couple of patriots who sent me some uh, some books. I just got these in the mail. Uh, first of all, the, uh, I got Congress at Your Fingertip, the second edition. And this is coming from Terry in Twin Cities. She said, uh, Dear Zach, I'm so blessed to find you in Badlands Media. I'm an older-haired gal hobbling around with my cane, and I just do basic Internet stuff. So I'm grateful to find this street address for you. Enclosed is a Congress at Your Fingertip book that I think you'll find useful. See the upper part of this sheet for pages and topics I find particularly useful. Sometimes it's more interesting the items a person chooses not to answer, e.g. religion, marital status, or how they answered. And then she also sent a small donation for myself, also one for uh, John, and uh, and then also for Burning Bright. So, Terry, I will make sure that they get those. And then this one... George Floyd Creepy Pastas Volume 1 over 50 breathtaking horror stories that I don't know if they were written or compiled by Jordan Kleeman. Now Jordan 
If you're the one who sent me this book, thank you very much. Send me an email, redpill78 at proton.me. I'd love to speak with you about it. I was reading through some of the titles in here, and I was cracking up before the show. The reason I don't know who sent it is because there was no note that came with it. It looks like it might have come directly from the publisher, or it might be a print on demand, and somebody sent it to me. But apparently, it's a national bestseller. It's a national bestseller. Uh, 50 plus breaking, breathtaking horror stories. <clears throat> Things like the stories like The Breathless Man or The George Floyd Doll or Slender Floyd, if you're familiar with that uh, famous creepypasta. Uh, also, uh, let me see. I came across George Twins' identical, I came across George Floyd's identical twin at KFC, KFC and spawned a Floydzilla. This print is very small. I'm having trouble reading it. Uh, do not embark on the Floyd train at George Floyd Definance. <laughs> George Floyd Finance. Okay. Anyways, pretty funny stuff. Uh, I also need to say thank you to Barbara. Earlier today, she said, I enjoy your show. Barbara, I'm glad you do. Uh, and I also wanted to give a big shout out uh, to an an email that I had received from, uh, where are you? I want to make sure I get it right because it is uh, a coded name. Patriot number one Indiana dad. That's right. Patriot number one Indiana dad. Thank you very much, buddy. I appreciate you. And hopefully you're listening to this later on tonight. All right. So to begin, Oh, actually, I also have to show off the stickers that Vector made for me. I showed them off when he initially sent them, but that was like a year ago now. And I don't see people in person all that often. So I still have a small stack of them. But um, if you guys are interested in getting your own Red Pill 78 car that fits perfectly on your bumper or in your back windshield, just send me a self-addressed stamped envelope and I'll throw it in there and I'll send one out to you. I think I've got about maybe 25 or 30 of them left. All right, so... Let us get into today's news. Let me pull this up here. So earlier yesterday, uh, Elon Musk tweeted out and then earlier today deleted a Pizzagate meme. And of course, the raging leftoids at Media Matters and all of the fact checkers in the mainstream media, Mike Rothschild, you know, all of the uh, the typical foos, uh, they went nuts about this because, of course, as they will always tell you, Pizzagate has been widely debunked. Now, it's all about the definition of what is is. It's about the way words are constructed. And we know that this is a tactic that the modern left likes to use. They will change the definition of something so that when they refer to it, they're referring to whatever that made up thing was. Pizzagate was not about children being trafficked from the basement of Comet Ping Pong with Hillary Clinton overseeing it. That's always what they say. Uh, and Pizzagate is not about Ed- Edgar Welch, the guy who showed up supposedly with the best marksmanship in the known universe, shot one bullet into the pizza uh, uh, restaurant Comet Ping Pong, and then just happened to shoot a bullet straight through the hard drive, destroying their server, which incidentally was found to have secret backdoor access which gave the users who knew how to get in there access to some very unsavory stuff you can find that out there on the internet they'll never talk about that the only thing they'll talk about is the widely discredited conspiracy theory of pizzagate but pizzagate really is about the institutionalized child trafficking that is being done 
24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and the code language that is used to talk about it. Now, since this whole thing broke back in 2015, uh, and even before that, there was a document that was released unclassified from the FBI, which talked about the coded language that pedophiles use to talk about the abduction, uh, the abuse uh, of children, and also trading in illicit child uh, sexual uh, abusive material. Uh, That right there, one of those terms was cheese pizza. They use the term pizza to refer to children or child porn. And uh, that right there is truly the reason why this became known as Pizzagate. Now, Pizzagate as a term erupted after John Podesta's emails were released from WikiLeaks uh, detailing these exact same coded messages that were elucidated previously in that FBI document. That's what Pizzagate is. Pizzagate is child trafficking and exploitation at the highest levels of government, not the lowest levels of the Comet Ping Pong basement, which may or may not exist, or Hillary Clinton specifically running children out of that pizza place. It just happened to be a location with some very creepy people that worked at Comet Ping Pong and were engaging in the use of these exact same types of coded words. Well, Elon Musk posts this meme, and it says it's it's from the office, and we've got uh, the man saying Pizzagate is real, and then the woman says, no, it isn't. We have experts, and then the man says they trafficked children, and she says, but we have experts, and he says, your expert just went to jail for child porn, and then she doesn't know what to do. Uh, now, of course, directly after that, he posted a link to the story about the ABC News reporter that initially had disappeared from the face of the earth and then was caught because he was on the run because he was engaging in the use of child pornographic materials and he was abusing kids. So he's now going to prison. Just so happens he's a mainstream media reporter uh, in the same way that Rick Salibi was a mainstream media producer at CNN in the same way that a number of high profile mainstream media reporters have engaged in the trading and the viewing of illicit child sexual abuse materials and also in the trafficking of children. But they'll never tell you that Alex Kaplan does not want to admit that. There is a problem with child trafficking. Get over the idea that Comet Ping Pong was involved at all, Alex. Okay, let's have a real conversation about the abuse of children, because every time you get out there, and I think you know that you're doing this, but every time you get out there and claim that Pizzagate is widely debunked, Elon Musk is spreading misinformation. The reason you're doing that is because you know that it casts out, it casts aspersion on the real Actual factual events taking place 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, all over the country, all over the world, children being victimized, children being trafficked, and yes, children being murdered. That's what we are talking about. That's what we want to have a conversation about. But you're so hung up on the idea of that basement. That's not what it's about. It would be as if Brian Stelter serial liar goes on CNN and tells a fake news story and nobody else talks about it, but just Brian Stelter. So then we take that fake news story and we ascribe it to every other mainstream media journalist out there, even though they didn't talk about it. It was just one guy, 
one stupid, dishonest guy talking about a story that doesn't exist. It happened quite a bit. But I'm going to give Alex Kaplan the benefit of the doubt in this instance. Okay? You can't take some one person's word, some anonymous person on the Internet who doesn't speak for everybody else and ascribe their comments, which are solely their own, to everyone else who's trying to raise awareness about a very serious issue like the trafficking of children. That exists. Okay, it hasn't been debunked. And I can give you a list of mainstream media journalists and politicians who have been involved in the trafficking of children. Let's throw a couple of billionaires in there while we're at it. Now, who is it? Who is it that funds a place like Media Matters? Oh, it's that billionaire elite political class here in America and abroad that has a vested interest in making sure you believe child trafficking doesn't exist. That cheese pizza, they're just talking about Chuck E. Cheese. That's the only thing it means. It doesn't mean child pornography. Well, guess what? It absolutely does. 100% it does. Those coded messages are there. We can see them. We can see the data coming directly from John Podesta's email. We can see the coded language as defined by the FBI, even though they're a shit organization. And we can tell you exactly what it is that we're trying to discuss here. But no, you want to obfuscate? You want to cast dispersions? You want you want to misdirect? Okay, you go ahead. That's fine. So anyways, uh, they had a field day talking about this yesterday. And, uh, and, and, and as a result, I think Elon Musk deleted the tweet. I had it pulled up. I wanted to show you the actual, uh, the actual tweet itself. Uh, but the best I can do is show you Alex Kaplan's, uh, reposting of it, his screen captures. But as you can see, Alex Kaplan is blocked and I don't have any desire to talk to that guy or any other fact checker at the BBC or NewsGuard or any other fake news outlet like that. See, the thing is, you parade, you parade around in drag as journalists, but you're not journalists, you're ideologues, and you pretend to do news, okay? See, I'm a commentator. I know I'm an ideologue. <laughs> I'll admit it. I have a bias, and that's the reason that I talk about these things. My bias, however, just happens to be on the right side of the spectrum, and when I say right, I mean correct, I am correct on what I'm talking about because anytime you stand in opposition to raising awareness about child trafficking, you're you are wrong. There is no way that is an indefensible position to stand on. And then people want to ask the question, why is it they don't want to raise awareness about child trafficking? Can you guys think of a can you think of a reason? Can you think with all those mainstream media journalists Trading child porn, going to sex clubs and engaging in sick ritualistic practices with other people's children that they've stolen and trafficked to some Bahamian. Can you think of a reason why somebody like this wouldn't want to talk about it? Where there's smoke, there's fire. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe, maybe it's because they play a part in it. Maybe it's because they have a vested interest in keeping it covered up. Maybe it's because sources of funding, really important sources of funding, come directly from it. Oh, did I mention that James Alephantis, the owner of Comet Ping Pong, his ex-boyfriend, long-term ex-boyfriend, was the founder of Media Matters? Do you think that might have anything to do with it? Because anything that comes back on James Alephantis goes directly onto David Brock. And then Alex Kaplan, 
at Media Matters works for David Brock. Oh, man, that's just a little bit too close for comfort. I don't know. If it, it's a bad day to be a child trafficker or a child child porn consumer in America. Continue on. Continue on pretending to do journalism. And we'll just continue to discuss the news and add color commentary as necessary. <clears throat> Um, yes, it's all about the truth. It's all about the truth. All right. So now let's begin our segment discussing updates on the cases against Donald Trump or the fake cases that Donald Trump is facing currently in a variety of jurisdictions, beginning with the most recent efforts to get him off of the ballot. It didn't work in Colorado. And now it's not going to work in Rhode Island. A federal judge has just tossed the latest attempt to get Donald Trump off the ballot. So this is U.S. District Court Judge John J. McConnell Jr. It's an Obama appointee. It's the second Obama appointee judge to toss out an attempt to stop Donald Trump from getting onto the ballot. This was another 14th Amendment challenge to get Trump Removed from the Rhode Island ballot, John Anthony Castro, he's a wannabe Republican presidential candidate. He's the one who filed the lawsuit along with uh, a number of other ones in other states. I think that all of these 14th Amendment challenges are coming from Mr. Castro. So the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court in October declined to hear Castro's appeal in this case. Filed in Florida, the First Circuit Court of Appeals found last week that Castro lacked standing to bring his New Hampshire lawsuit. So we got Florida, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, all of them gone. I told you guys, anybody who was worried about this from the beginning, it was unfounded. You know, not not that, you know, you shouldn't think about things like this and be concerned about it. But, you know, you don't need to let it consume you because it was never going to work. This is a Hail Mary at best. So the lawsuits, of course, allege that President Trump is unable to hold office under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which restricts officials who took an oath to the Constitution and then engaged in insurrection from holding office. Now, he has no standing. He cannot get these cases to court. He can't win on them because insurrection is a very specific thing. It is a criminal charge. It's a state of being. It's like accusing someone of murder who didn't murder anyone and who didn't even come close to causing somebody else to lose their life. It's like I bump into you at the store. Somebody sues me for murder. Well, you're not dead. And and I murder means that I intended to kill you. So those two things are totally opposite from each other. They don't work. But He argues that he will lose potential voters and support if Trump remains a candidate. Uh, Sterling Cannabis says, Zach, you are a very uncommon tatter. Nothing common about you. Well, thank you very much. Yes, I am my own man, and I always have been. Of course he's going to lose support, but I'll be honest. What, are are three or four people not going to vote for Mr. Castro? Because President Trump is on the ballot. Anybody who's a Republican, if they're running against President Trump, they have already signed their death warrant among President Trump's base. 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. It's like we all identify as Republicans, but we live as Magadonians. <laughs> we live as America firsters. We live as MAGA. Republican is simply what is next to these people's names on the ballot. Okay? We have a philosophy. We have an ideology. We have a structure and a way of being to our life, the way that we believe this country should be. None of us have the exact same opinion on that, I would say. We all have a variety of different points of view that we come from. But we agree on one thing and one thing only. Well, there's probably more, but I can guarantee you we believe in one thing, and that is that President Trump is the rightful heir to the presidency of the United States of America. He won in 2020. 
after he won in 2016, and he's going to win again in 2024. But the difference this time around is that the circumstances will be wholly different. So uh, when we come to the decision by the judge, Judge McConnell, uh, he said that he made his decision in light of the reasons laid out in the First Circuit Court's opinion, which found that Castro was not a direct and current competitor of President Trump at the time of filing the lawsuit. So accordingly, it follows that he has not shown that as of this time, he has satisfied the injury in fact component of the standing inquiry. So he has no place, no grounds to bring the lawsuit. The American people have the unassailable right to vote for the candidate of their choosing at the ballot box, something the Democrats and their allies driving these cases clearly disagree with. This is from Stephen Chung, a spokesman for President Trump. President Trump believes the American voters, not the courts, should decide who wins next year's elections, and we urge a swift dismissal of all such remaining bogus ballot challenges, and they will be. Courts have now rejected them in Colorado, New Hampshire, Minnesota, Michigan, and now also Rhode Island, and in a case brought by the left-wing donor-backed group Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, that's where we have that case in Colorado, where she said that Trump had engaged in an insurrection on January 6th through incitement, but she determined that Section 3 did not apply because he is not an officer of the United States at this time. So, Woulda, shoulda, coulda. All they can do is try to throw Hail Marys and stand in the way of President Trump coming back to Washington, D.C., but none of it's going to work. It simply will not work. Thank you very much to Thick Ray. She says the best the best show for a drive the best show for a drift ride home back from work. Thank you very much, Ray. Uh, Leanne 63. Appreciate you dropping that cookie. Thank you very much. Yes, Debbie, we have morals. We have morals. We have honor. We have a responsibility to be better people. And unfortunately, there's a large segment of the population who just doesn't feel that way. They feel that they have the responsibility to crush anyone else who dissents with them. We also have a recent hearing decision from Judge Chutkin, another They say Judge Chatkin, but I'm pretty sure it's Chutkin, uh, who is another Obama appointee. She has refused to allow subpoenas by President Trump's legal team to bring in members of the January 6th committee. Now, this would obviously be something that would totally make sense because the January 6th committee said all of this stuff. They held all these hearings. They gave all of these witnesses questions. And then they just lost a bunch of material that could be very useful to President Trump in this case. So the only reason why Judge Chutkin would not allow these people to come testify is because she is aware of that. She is doing everything she can as a radical D.C. Obama-appointed judge who is being run by the deep state apparatus itself to stop President Trump from getting a fair trial. So late last night, she handed down this decision. She does not want the truth revealed about January 6th. Now that the tapes have been fully revealed by Mike Johnson, perhaps Donald Trump uh, and his legal team can enter all of that tape evidence into the record, uh, and perhaps that will offer some assistance. But 
the judge is not going to allow him to access the lost documents. So she denied the request after the uh, decision had been requested back in October to approve subpoenas for records from the National Archives and the House Administration Committee, Representative Benny Thompson, who is the was the Democratic chair of the House January 6th panel. And then, of course, uh, others were sitting on that panel as well. Attorneys for President Trump allege that these missing records from the now disbanded committee they would like to pre-trial, they would like to have for pre-trial preparation, uh, but the members of the committee say there is no missing material. Do you think they're telling the truth? I don't. Trump's attorneys have not yet said whether they will appeal. I would assume that he and his team will appeal. Uh, Trump's attorneys had asked Chutkin to recuse herself from the case, but she said she won't. Remember, she has overseen more January 6th cases than any judge in the country, and she has a history of handing down sentences that are far, far longer uh, than anything the government is asking for, Anything, everything beyond the realm of what's fair uh, – Uh, What is uh, uh, a not cruel and unusual punishment? So uh, this is something that may come up again in the future. And I would not be surprised if President Trump uh, didn't try to get the information on the record in some other way. Now, also late last night, President Trump's legal team filed another request for discovery in his case. And wouldn't you know it, uh, today – Early in the morning, we get a leak coming from Jack Smith's team within the DOJ. There was a lot of information to glean from those documents that President Trump and his legal team gave to the court late last night. Now, in those documents, President Trump accuses Vice President Mike Pence of colluding in some fashion with President Resident-in-chief Joe Biden, uh, so that he could potentially shield himself from any possible legal charges. So uh, if you'll remember, uh, Mike Pence was found to be in, uh, in, in holding on to classified documentation that he was not legally allowed to, to hang on to. Uh, and, of course, that all came out in the wake of the Mar-a-Lago scandal that was a total snow job by the DOJ and Joe Biden. Uh, it also happened in the wake of Joe Biden's own classified document scandal that, of course, wasn't announced until after they had already come in and raided Mar-a-Lago. But uh, President Trump has some key things that he needs to bring up in the course of this case, and this motion to compel discovery is going to be vital, vital for President Trump to prove his own case using the words of the Department of Justice and the documentation, which was contemporaneous to his time in office. Now, of course, the people at CNN and Newsweek, you know, they'll tell you that there was no Evidence of widespread election fraud. Mike Pence said he had never seen evidence of widespread election fraud. I don't know that to be true. As far as I know, Mike Pence hasn't been put under oath to answer that question. I know that he has spoken with authorities, uh, but their narrative is that President Trump caused a riot 
at the Capitol building, and as a result, he is uh, basically the worst person in the world. So the grand jury that was brought by the deep state in Washington, D.C., was able to get uh, President Trump indicted on several counts, including conspiracy to defraud the United States. That's a charge that I think is going to be very difficult for them to actually be able to prove. Uh, and uh, the probe, of course, focused on President Trump's attempts to have electors represent him in these swing states, which is also a practice that is frequently used like every single time by the opposition candidate. They have taken innocuous acts and they've attempted to frame them as if they were illegal, criminal conspiracy type stuff. But President Trump says he's innocent. Uh, He has said that he's innocent in every single case. In this new filing, President Trump suggests that Mike Pence may have provided information, we don't know whether it's true or not, to the Biden administration so that he could avoid his own criminal charges for taking those classified documents after he left the White House. Now, the difference between a president and a vice president is that a vice president after leaving the White House doesn't have executive privilege. He doesn't have the right to carry on any of that information that was supposed to be left at the White House. So Mike Pence actually was in a greater level of uh, legal jeopardy. Um, but President Trump is in legal jeopardy because Joe Biden quietly revoked that executive privilege. He took away any protections that President Trump had. And of course, that didn't happen until Joe Biden's own classified documents had been discovered in a multitude of places. And then Joe Biden sent people without security clearances to go pick up those documents and bring them to his Rehoboth Beach home. Of course, President Trump when talking about anybody else in these cases who you know is is looking to testify against him or looking to give information of any kind uh he's going to need to position them as an opportunist uh somebody who is simply hoping to spare themselves uh, the sort of humiliation and legal jeopardy that president trump finds himself in uh, it's it's a bit like Someone pushing somebody else in front of a bus so that they get hit instead of them getting hit. Now, in not in every case, but in some of these cases where people have agreed to testify on behalf of the prosecution, uh, I believe the things that they'll be testifying to in at least a couple of them, specifically in Sidney Powell's case, uh, it will have absolutely nothing to do with President Trump. It, it won't put him in any legal jeopardy at all because the things that Sidney Powell was actually uh, pled guilty to in Georgia uh, had nothing to do with President Trump. It had everything to do with decisions that she made on her own, and it, it was really a, a nothing burger. It, she only is facing any legal jeopardy because uh, Fannie Willis needs to take down people close to President Trump and then get the soundbite saying that Sidney Powell has turned state's evidence. There's nothing for her to testify to. Now, when we come to the leak, Jack Smith released this little bit of closed-door testimony uh, under Chief Judge James Boesberg, who is, of course, an Obama appointee. Uh, He ordered Vice President Mike Pence to testify before a grand jury about his conversations with President Trump leading up to January 6th. We heard about it when it was happening, but this is the first time that we're actually getting the testimony. Uh, This is not something that's normal. You don't really see this. Um, And as I said, his executive privilege had been revoked, so that 
made it uh, legally permissible for people to give information about the secret conversations they had. Generally speaking, a president has the right to speak about things with people and expect that nobody is going to talk about it. But again, if Mike Pence was speaking to them on condition of not getting charged himself, if he was looking to save his own ass, well, that's another thing entirely. And of course, President Trump would be right to attack him for that. I don't know where Mike Pence's head was at. And I know that some people really like Mike Pence and other people don't like Mike Pence. I tend to take people at face value until they show me something different. So Jack Smith was there at this grand jury proceeding. Mike Pence testified for about five hours. Now, this leak actually was given to ABC News. And according to them, Mike Pence told Jack Smith that President Trump hired a bunch of crank lawyers who espoused un-American legal theories and almost pushed the country towards a constitutional crisis. Of course, I would take issue with that. Those lawyers were not cranks. They were American patriots. They were people who were simply looking to help President Trump prove in whatever way they possibly could that there actually was fraud. The constitutional crisis was caused by the deep state electronic voting machine systems that allowed for these elections to be stolen. The constitutional crisis was caused by the millions and millions of mail-in and absentee ballots that were injected into the system uh, and made it look as if Joe Biden got more votes than he actually did. Now, Mike Pence also told President Trump that excuse me, told prosecutors that President Trump was acting recklessly on January 6th. Well, that's a matter of personal opinion. I would say that President Trump didn't act recklessly. President Trump was speaking at a rally. He had spoken at hundreds of rallies before, during, and now after his time in office. Pence said in the first few days Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is someone quoting Prince. In the first few days after the election, Pence never saw any significant allegations of fraud. Really? What? Really? Are you kidding me? I mean, you you must have had your head in the sand, Mike Pence, because there were all kinds of allegations of fraud. Is it allegations or is it evidence of fraud? Because I, I know you saw allegations, Mike Pence. There were many allegations everywhere. Obviously, you didn't go on Twitter. You didn't go anywhere else where people were talking about this. But what's important here and what is a linchpin to Jack Smith's case is that Mike Pence testified to the fact that President Trump believed that there was major fraud in our nation. Now, Jack Smith's case hinges upon the fact that President Trump believed he had lost the election and yet attempted to take it anyways. Obviously, none of that happened. He believed he had the election stolen from him, as all of us did. Within hours of the polls closing, Mike Pence heard from President Trump that there was major fraud. Pence told investigators he believed that that Trump was speaking in general terms. Not about any specific instances of fraud. You know, I think that's what they call hearsay, because what Mike Pence is doing in that instance is trying to interpret the thought processes, the internal processes of President Trump. I think that anybody with half a brain listening to President Trump's interpretation of what happened on Election Day 2020, uh, you have to believe that he truly believed that there was massive fraud. 
So the source spoke on condition of anonymity, as of course they would. But it must have been somebody from within Jack Smith's team. And I truly do believe that the only reason that source came out is because of President Trump's bombshell legal filing, which came out last night. This leak comes out only after that. We'll talk about the legal filing itself in just a moment. But Pence told investigators that he is sure that in the days before January 6th, when a (laughs) – I'm not going to say this because a violent mob didn't try to stop Congress from certifying – he informed Trump that he still hadn't seen any significant election fraud. Trump was unmoved, continuing to claim the election was stolen and acting recklessly on that tragic day. Trump saying the election is stolen – That is something Mike Pence can testify. Mike Pence's opinion about Trump acting recklessly is another thing entirely. Uh, Now, uh, as we all know, Mike Pence is the highest ranking official within Trump's administration to testify. And I don't think that what Mike Pence testified to did the uh, Jack Smith team any favors. Andre says, I believe Pence messed up big time. Had he stood by Trump, he would have been prosecuted prosecuted probably as much as Trump. However, he would have had the support of us and most likely a guaranteed VP spot in 2024. Uh, I think that you are correct. I think that Mike Pence sealed his fate when he did not support President Trump. Um, Now, uh, this is the actual uh, article from the original source. Uh, What I read to you there was a reporting by the Gateway Pundit On this source here. Um, What's pretty interesting, too, is is that um, Mike Pence actually uh, testified that he almost didn't certify the vote uh, on January 6th. Um, I think that when we're (laughs) – Surter says Zach opinions are like assholes, but everyone has one and they all stink. Yes, yes, absolutely. So – It's a lot of speculation on why Mike Pence did what he did. And it can either be – I think that somebody got to him, okay? Because what I read earlier about Mike Pence saying that, you know, if he was to certify the vote, he knew that it would be betraying his friend. He spoke about Trump in glowing terms. And he said that he almost didn't proceed with the ceremony to certify the vote. He wanted somebody else to do it. Because he couldn't bring himself to do it. But then he did bring himself to do it. He didn't look at any of the evidence of election fraud. We know that people tried to bring it to him. So I think somebody maybe got to Mike Pence. You know, John's whole theory is that Mike Pence has to be good because President Trump chose him as a vice president. And uh, and he was there throughout the entire administration. You know, I mean, Christopher Miller said glowing things about him. Ezra Cohen-Watnick said glowing things about him. But that doesn't mean somebody can't change. And it doesn't mean that somebody didn't get to him and threaten him so severely to say, if you support President Trump, we are going to put you in the same type of legal jeopardy we're planning to put him in. And perhaps he he cowered. Uh, He relented and he stepped back and he said, "Okay, I'm just going to do it because then it'll be over. Uh, And maybe he thought that President Trump would return. Who knows? I can't tell you what Mike Pence was thinking because I wasn't in Mike Pence's head. But I will tell you that if President Trump had been certified as the winner of 2020, our lives would have been a lot easier. But the question I've always had is what would have happened when President Trump When his second term in office came to a close, we would almost be done with Trump 2.0 right now. 
And the mainstream media would have still played defense and, and, and obfuscated everything he said. Uh, all of his political enemies would have still been in Washington, D.C., uh, and it, it would have been a very different term in office. Now, he might have come in and just cleaned house and just gotten rid of people and given us exactly what we wanted. But I think that there is value in going through difficult times. Uh, we as a nation, we as a, the human race, we have learned a tremendous amount in the last couple of years. It's been hard. It's been very difficult, okay, for all of us. I understand that. And uh, I know that anybody, you know, pe- most people hate to hear, you know, oh, you know, good things are going to come out of bad things. But that's just honestly the way that it works. And, um, you know, you, you look at the people who have profited the most from President Trump being destroyed. You know, I don't know. What does that tell you about them? Anyways. So this this late night court filing, uh, this is probably right here why Jack Smith had that information leak out about Mike Pence, because President Trump directly accused Jack Smith of suppressing key information that President Trump needs to prove his innocence. So there were actually multiple filings last night. There was one 300 plus page document. There was another one for 37. And actually, there's a whole host of exhibits that go along with these set of documents that were um, actually um, uh, put into the record last night. First, uh, we have this set right here. We have this set right here. We don't have enough time to go over all of these. I'm pretty sure John and the Devolution Boys uh, are going to do it on Badlands, so you'll probably want to turn in for tune in for that. But what is President Trump looking to do? He's looking to compel Jack Smith and the DOJ to produce a whole range of records and information related to the aftermath of the 2020 election. The contemporaneous reporting he was getting from every single federal agency, every investigatory body, every intel group about what was happening, where it all went wrong, and exactly how it was done. So he hopes to make plain the scope of the prosecution team and ordering the special counsel to identify and produce discovery for which President Trump is entitled. Why is he entitled? Not only because he was president of the United States, but because it is key to his defense. It shows not only what President Trump was thinking because of the information he was getting in the aftermath of the 2020 election, but it also shows what the government knew and when. It will also prove beyond a shadow of a doubt, based upon the government's own findings at the time, that there was foreign interference in the 2020 election. President Trump is essentially forcing the DOJ and Jack Smith's team to prove his innocence. These documents, Trump knows they exist because he saw them, he was presented with them, and he may have actually maintained them. We don't know. These documents could be part of the tranche that was taken from Mar-a-Lago. Maybe that's why they took them from Mar-a-Lago, because they didn't want President Trump to be able to prove to the American people or to a court that he was innocent and that clearly he thought the election was stolen. We thought the election was stolen. Glenn M. Glenn MS, thank you very much for becoming a monthly supporter over there on Locals. But there was a total of 460 pages that were filed last night. Both of these motions require the government to produce these range of records and indicate that President 
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. President Trump's defense in the case is expected to contest that assertion by Jack Smith that President Trump is responsible for the events of January 6th. No, again, President Trump did not cause a constitutional crisis. The people who stole the election caused the constitutional crisis. The foreign malign interference in the 2020 election caused a constitutional crisis. The efforts to suppress this information are necessary by Jack Smith and the DOJ because, again, it shows why President Trump believed what he did. It shows that Trump truly did believe that the election was stolen. It shows that the government knew that there was foreign interference interference in the 2020 election and that everybody just shut down any efforts to do anything about it. Now, Smith's office cannot contend that President Trump is responsible for January 6th, while at the same time suppressing public and private statements to the contrary by other prosecutors and officials during prior cases. Information relating to security measures that informed President Trump's remarks at the time and assessment of the situation and instances of undercovers and informants who infiltrated the crowd on that day. That one right there. President Trump knows that there were informants, that there were FBI agents, that there were confidential human sources, that there were likely employees of intelligence agencies, and at the very least, there were Ukrainians in the crowd. All of them not there for their own benefit. All of them there at the behest of the FBI or the CIA or perhaps other elements of the intelligence community, but certainly elements of the deep state. President Trump is requesting that they produce all of that information. So then he can say A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z. This is exactly why I said what I said, I believed what I believed, and why Jack Smith's case is total bullshit that does not belong in a court of law. So at the end of the day, President Trump is going to force Jack Smith and his legal team to prove him innocent. It's really interesting because – You know, when this whole thing began, uh, I predicted and a lot of other people have predicted this as well, that President Trump was going to have the opportunity to adjudicate to prove the 2020 election was stolen or at the very least that there was elements of foreign malign influence in the election. And that's exactly what's happening right here. It is President Trump's best chance to prove his innocence and to remain free to remain at liberty to do what he will, and to return as president of the United States of America. Now, here's the kicker. Again, President Trump knows these things exist. And due to federal record-keeping guidelines, they must still exist. They will be on file. So Jack Smith either has to give a verifiable reason why he can't produce them, i.e. they've been lost or we don't know where to find them, or he's going to say that they never existed in the first place, uh, or he's going to produce something that perhaps may be a forgery 
and have information that is fake and does not reflect the actual information that President Trump received at that time, at which time perhaps President Trump maintains copies of documents he already knows exist and that the federal government should have in their coffers. And perhaps he can go ahead and inject them into evidence as well. But I tend to think it's going to be a lot more powerful for Jack Smith and the DOJ to prove President Trump's case for him. So uh, I'm actually really, really excited for this because President Trump is going to prove the 2020 election fraud claims as a result of these charges being brought against him in so many various jurisdictions. And the mainstream media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, Time Magazine, Newsweek, ABC News, CBS, NBC, CNN, they are all freaking out because they've said what for years? Discredited claims of election fraud, no evidence of widespread fraud or widespread meddling simply because a court with an honest judge is not willing to hear the evidence of election fraud doesn't mean that the evidence doesn't exist. Now, President Trump is before a judge. He's before a number of judges. He is going to have the opportunity to litigate the issue of the 2020 election in front of all of them. And I hope he does. I believe he will. We're going to be right back after this. Sit back. Don't go anywhere. I'll see you in a second. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been made manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot owned lab. ESS 60 is the upgraded version of the carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. So Andre says, what do you think will happen once the election is proven to have been fraudulent? What will happen to all those executive orders signed by Biden? Curious as to what you think, Zach. Um, I think that they're going to say, "Okay, there was fraud, uh, but now we're so far into it. Let's just see what happens in 2024. Um, And uh, I think that Biden will most likely remain in office. Uh, I don't know that there is a mechanism to just remove him. And insert Donald Trump. Truthfully, I want Donald Trump to serve out a full term. I don't want him to just serve out six months of a term that he had stolen from him. But there is also the opportunity for uh, perhaps forces more powerful than us to step forward and say, enough, we're going to go ahead and just take care of this ourselves. And I'm sure you can imagine who that might possibly be. 
You mean the truth is that we, you know, the the term unprecedented is often used, but this is truly an unprecedented time in history, and we've never seen anything like this ever before. Uh, so, pretty much, I think anything is on the table. If I had to guess, I think that Joe Biden is well that this term is going to be Trump's ceremonial term. I think that in terms of like foreign relations and relations with the people, he's been a president more than Joe Biden has. And then I think that in 2025, President Trump will serve a full four-year term. And I was just looking at the the video on that uh, that sponsor ad, you guys. Look at me. I am getting older by the day. That was filmed like a month ago. And look at how much whiter my beard is. My God, my God, I don't even know what to say. All right. And then uh, I think Ice Wendigo. Yep. I've I've made that point a number of times as well. And I agree with you. Waking up the public. That was what was necessary. People had to recognize the problems inherent in our corrupt system in order for them to demand the change of it. People had to recognize that the corrupt mainstream media had been propagandizing to them, lying to them, narrative crafting for decades at this point, and that there was no point in supporting them or believing anything they said. And the only way that that could happen was for everything to expose itself. Joe Biden has basically red-pilled the entirety of the world and the American public that believed Donald Trump was a bad dude, uh, orange man bad. Now they believe Donald Trump is their only ticket to salvation here on earth. Okay, and hopefully they got Jesus in the afterlife. All right, so uh, just a, a quick look here at these documents. Um, you can see yourself if you want to take a look at these documents before you watch. Uh, just for men, uh, Jake. The, here's Jake. Here's the thing, man. I mean, I, my beard grows fast. I'm shaving it every three days, and then I'm shaving my my neck and cheeks every day. So I would have to dye my facial hair every single day, and it would be so obvious. I would show up on air one day with a Santa Claus beard, and then show up the next day, and it's like super dark. It would just be embarrassing. I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> A.D. Union says, Zach, very distinguished. We all grow old gracefully. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not really complaining. It's just uh, this is the first time I've like looked at myself and thought like, geez, oh, Pete's man, I can't believe how white it is. Anyways, uh, so there is the 37 page document. Here is a link to uh, all of the pages. ZZ Top, ZZ Zach Top That Beard. That's funny. Uh, okay, so there we go. It's in Rumble. I am now dropping it into Foxhole as well. I'm also going to put it over into Getter because I see that uh, Mike for my free chat is hanging out over there. Thank you very much, Mike. And uh, there you go. There you go. And here we go. All right. Oops. Escape. Um, nope. Back back go back copy and paste okay there you go everybody has it take a look take a look so i'm actually going to leave it up because i i want to read it fully myself too all right now as president trump faces legal jeopardy so too does hunter biden and the biden crime family this is going to be a good one okay and i will definitely stream it Here on the channel, Hunter Biden has just made an offer to publicly testify before Congress in an open door hearing broadcast live for the world to see. 
I feel like that's a bad move on his part, uh, but I think it's good for the truth. I think it's good for America, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Mm. Uh, yes, Glenn, she does. She she loves she loves the gray. She loves the gray. So uh, you know, just based upon that, I would never change it. <clears throat> but it just I'm starting to feel old <laughs> myself. All right, so Hunter Biden. Earlier today, offered to testify publicly before Congress. This is in response to a subpoena from Republicans uh, that are investigating just about every aspect of every business dealing and every dollar that's ever gone through one of his or his surrogate's accounts. Uh, This is all leading up, hopefully, to an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, where more evidence, more facts about the crimes of the Biden family are laid bare before the American public and the rest of the world. The Democratic president's son has slammed this inquiry as a fishing expedition. Does anybody here believe it's a fishing expedition? This is a legitimate investigation. You compare everything that was done to Donald Trump during his term in office and then the kid gloves that Joe Biden has been handled with. I mean, basically, it's like they're they're handling a a toddler, a six month old, like, oh, we don't want to take it too quick. You know, he might not be able to understand what we're talking about. But Hunter actually refused to give closed-door testimony. He said he would answer any pertinent information, any relevant questions in front of the House Oversight Committee next month, uh, setting up a potential high-stakes face-off. This is going to be uncomfortable for Hunter Biden, and I hope that they completely humiliate him, although that may be difficult to do. He's a pretty uh, down-low type of guy. Now, Comer, of course, the uh, Republican Kentucky chairman of the House Oversight Committee, sent the subpoena to Hunter Biden earlier this month uh, looking to get some testimony uh, and uh, make an appropriate use of Congress's oversight powers. Uh, However, the office did not immediately respond to Hunter Biden's offer to come in and do it uh, before cameras and open doors. Um, As of today, the Republicans in the Oversight Committee, these various committees, have failed to directly implicate Joe Biden in anything that's illegal. However, I'd say they've gotten pretty damn close. They have bank accounts and millions of dollars going to family members of him. We have the private messages suggesting that Joe Biden was engaging in these behaviors. We have the behind closed door dealings. The only thing we don't have is a check from China with Joe Biden's name on it. Uh, Because Joe Biden, as stupid as he is and as much fun of him as we often make, he was pretty savvy about the way that he ran his influence peddling operations. Now, not to say that stuff doesn't exist, uh, but when we're talking about a court of law, when we're talking about actually getting Joe Biden the justice he deserved, we need to go a level deeper. And I think that getting Hunter Biden caught in a perjury trap will certainly go a fair distance to do that. Now, influence peddling is what Joe Biden was doing, uh, and he was using his power, his position here in the United States, uh, trading American foreign policy for corrupt actions taking place overseas, businesses and millions of dollars for him and his family. Uh, now, we need to prove that Joe Biden did something illegal, uh, and I believe that we will. We're just on the cusp of it. Uh, There certainly is the appearance of illegality and impropriety, but unfortunately, 
the appearance of these things is oftentimes not enough to get a conviction. So Hunter Biden coming before the Oversight Committee should happen, should take place by mid-December. And his attorney said in a Tuesday letter that his client had misgivings about your motives and purpose but had previously offered to speak with the committee and didn't get a response. Uh, Abby Lowell writes, your empty investigation has gone on too long, wasting too many better used resources. I would beg to differ, Abby. Of course, that's what you're going to say. You're getting paid to write this letter. Uh, From all the individuals you have requested depositions or interviews, all you will learn is that your accusations are baseless. No, uh, what they've learned so far is that Joe Biden is a career criminal of the utmost caliber, that the structure of the various Biden shell companies exist in such a manner that it makes it very difficult to prove that illegal things were taking place. However, the American people find it pretty obvious that that's exactly what was happening. You know, and I will say this, if this was you or me, like if I had a series of shell companies and I was getting millions of dollars uh, 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 handed over to members of my family and then they were writing me checks, I mean, come on. It would be so obvious. I don't. My question really here is: Was Joe Biden paying tax money on these uh, on these dollars? Because that right there is something that they have used in the past to get criminals when they forget to pay their taxes. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Hunter Biden has to say when he shows up. Now. Let me say thank you to who cares, who says high five, Zach and Lisa question. Why are DeSantis and Newsom debating? I have an excellent theory on that one. Uh, It's because they are the two establishment candidates. And of course, you have Florida and California, uh, which are two states that you can compare pretty easily because uh, DeSantis has been a fairly good conservative governor. Uh, California has been a fairly horrible uh, – Newsom, rather, has been a fairly, fairly horrible Democrat liberal governor. Uh, they had both took very different positions during the pandemic, although they went the same direction at first. DeSantis reversed and he opened Florida back up. Uh, and so you can compare things economically. You can compare the situation with uh, uh, illegal immigration. There, there's a lot going on that you know, they are comparable. Also, Florida is overwhelmingly uh, red. California, on paper, appears to be overwhelmingly blue. Uh, That is likely to change, though, uh, I'm hoping, in the next election. So I think that the Democrats are looking to position somebody who can be the candidate instead of Joe Biden. Gavin Newsom appears to be the most likely candidate at this time. Michelle Obama is a mess. Have you guys seen her recently? Uh, Any of the photos I've seen of her, she's like out of shape. She's looking haggard, rough. And of course, she's a man. But (laughs) Mohap, where's Fredo? Where's Fredo? But there is an element of the Republican establishment that wants to position Ron DeSantis to be the nominee if President Trump can't be. So this is a Hail Mary last ditch attempt to make these two guys appear like they could be candidates and why you should care about him. Uh, I don't think that we should. I think there's nothing to care about. Ron DeSantis is not running for president. He is uh, at at best at this point uh, going to be asking for a mea culpa for running for president. Uh, 
And as far as I'm concerned, Gavin Newsom is is not uh, relevant because I don't live in California. California is a shithole. Pardon my French. Uh, and uh, and they have horribly mismanaged uh, everything about that state. Now, New California, under the brave, strong and steadfast leadership of Paul Preston and the patriots of New California, that is a different thing entirely. California, when I say California, does not represent the landmass and the people. It is representative of the broken and corrupt government that oversees the mismanagement of all of the various pieces that need to go together to give you a successful state and a good place to live. New California will do away with all of that, and we'll see how that rolls out. I hope that they get that sorted before November 2024, because how awesome would it be if all those electoral votes went straight to Donald Trump? That would be a game changer, guys. We're talking about, I mean, virtually all of them, uh, or maybe it's half. I, I'd have to do the math again on it. But all right, I'd like to go back to Europe now, because this is, uh, again, to the idea of the global awakening. The great replacement of uh, white ethnic Europeans uh, with uh, African or Middle Eastern migrants has been of great concern for a long time. The mainstream media likes to pretend it's a racist dog whistle when it's an actual documented procedure that's been happening for years. And now it's starting to come to a head in Ireland, we had a uh, an Algerian migrant. He'd been in the country of Ireland for 20 years. He'd had citizenship for 10 years. He had never held a job. He had only gotten checks from the government. He was on the dole, as they say. There's something like uh, $500 billion a year that they're paying out to people on the dole, illegals or, I guess, migrants that are on the dole in Ireland. I I, I don't remember the exact figure, but it was somewhere around that. Um, that's how much Joe Biden is paying, like, every year for illegals here in the United States for their welfare programs. So they've got a lot more people there that have been cramped into some uh, pretty nasty uh, circumstances. But that Algerian migrant... Uh, tried to kill some kids and a couple of parents. Uh, in France, unfortunately, the same thing has happened. And it's so funny how anytime a person of color or an immigrant here in America is uh, a victim of a violent crime, they immediately go to the idea that it must be a hate crime, right? It has to be some sort of racist America first MAGA person. It has to be a right-wing radical uh, white supremacist. It must be a hate crime. But anytime there is an act of violence committed against a person of uh, Caucasian descent by a person of color, well, we don't want to jump to any conclusions, do we, guys? We we, we don't want to we don't want to assume anything. Well, in this instance, uh, there was actually a murder of a young French boy, young man, and uh, during the murder. The people of color that were committing it were screaming, stab white people. This is in a small French village. And, of course, the French government, rather than try to rally around the French people, safeguard their citizens from this sort of just reckless and unnecessary violence. They've now issued a decree decrying any vigilantism from taking place. This teenager in a rural French village was reported to have been surrounded 
by these immigrants stabbing, shoot, excuse me, shouting, stab white people. Now, Emmanuel Macron's government, which I don't anticipate will be a thing for all that much longer, uh, has visited this rural community. It was in a place called Crapehole, uh, and this stabbing actually took place over a week ago. Uh, this gang of outsiders raided the annual village dance. They stabbed several people, and they killed a 16-year-old boy named Thomas. The witnesses heard the attackers say, we are here to stab white people. I'd say that's a hate crime. How about you guys? Is that what you think? Infamous K, glad you're finally here. So in the remarks that followed the attack, it appears that there have been more attacks aimed uh, at the reaction among the public. To this brutal attack, a government spokesperson said the state shared the pain of those impacted, but warned people not to take the law into their own hands. Are you kidding me? If I'm Thomas's father, those guys better hope they left town. Here's a banner. Thomas, rest in peace. That's in French. And uh, here is the young boy's picture. Take a look. Remember his face. He was an innocent. There was no reason for him to die. He was a teenager at a dance. And this gang of thugs comes in and takes his life. So nine suspects were arrested on November 21st, and they were taken into custody as part of the investigation into the murder. And then also attempted murders because other people were stabbed. And it is a known organized gang. Uh, they have been formally identified as the perpetrator of the fatal stabbing, although we don't know that person's identity yet. But the suspect is uh, 20 years old. So, you know, there, there's an even greater dynamic, uh, an imbalance of power. You have an adult immigrant male who is coming into a, an environment where he doesn't belong and stabbing a teenager. It would be like an adult going into a high school and stabbing some kid in the corner drinking his punch. So uh, the judiciary, as they say in France, is the one who is meant to dispense justice and that there was a risk of society reaching a tipping point over the attack. Can you wonder why? Because it's not the first time something like this has happened. And obviously we have a spate of immigrant murders taking place, immigrants murdering natives in these places. It's not the first place where we've seen it happen. Sweden, oh my God, okay? Uh, the uh, Northern Europe, the, all of the immigrants they brought in there, they just like imported rape, murder, drugs, gangs, terrible stuff. So uh, the uh, the response says, can't stand these violent gangs anymore. We neither. What cost Thomas his life was neither a news item nor a brawl. There is a risk of our society tipping over if we are not up to the task. We do not respond to violence with violence, but with justice. I'd say sometimes violence is justice. Sometimes violence is necessary, especially when the state fails you. Now, for the people who are motivated to strike back at the immigrant community, obviously you can't just go around pulling immigrants out of their homes and, and hanging them from trees. I mean, that's just obviously that's not what you want to do. But you want to bring these guys to justice as quickly as possible. Uh, the justice actually has sort of been delivered. You had six people receiving sentences of six to ten months in prison for their involvement in what was described as an ultra right wing demonstration 
in another town on Saturday. You heard me right. The people who killed this young boy have not been brought to justice yet. But the people protesting his death have already been sentenced. (laughs) Less than a week later, they've already been sent to prison for six to ten months. There was also another group who were debarred from standing for election for five years as a result of their conviction. Some of the young people who launched the attack at this dance where Thomas lost his life had traveled from this suburb, another suburb, and the prosecution said this ultra-right group had gone there in return to exact revenge for the death. Among those who were in court were reported to have been a soldier, a computer developer, a student, between all between the ages of 18 and 25. Wow. Isn't it crazy uh, how quickly justice can be dispensed when the state deems that you're the danger? That's right. The French people are the dangers, not the ones who are going around and actually killing the young French natives. So you wonder, you wonder why it is that the society is going to tip over. It's because of the scenario that you and your government have created. It is the unrestrained Migration coming from these countries that have nothing in common with these European nations. This is what is causing the problems. So it looks like these were Arab migrants. And here is a march for Thomas. I'm not certain if this march is the one where people were arrested and sentenced to prison for up to 10 months. But of course, the police are attacking those who are asking for justice from Thomas. The far right, the far right is to blame. So if you heard anything about protests in the last week in France, it was because of this this boy's death. Very similar to what we saw in Ireland. And here is that figure that I was talking about. $451 billion a year to pay for illegal alien and asylum seeker benefits. As the United States suffers... As our border is left wide open, as we got vets sleeping on the streets, as they're pumping drugs produced in China into our inner cities, as they're leaving guns in the hands of gangbangers and criminals and trying to take them from the hands of law-abiding citizens, Joe Biden and his administration is pumping nearly half a trillion dollars per year into the pockets of a league. Who the hell is paying for this? Nobody is paying for it because the money doesn't exist. This is just printing with reckless abandon. So this information is coming uh, from the House Committee on Homeland Security. And they have added up the total cost to house and take care of illegal aliens and so-called asylum seekers. At $451 billion. The House the House Committee on Homeland Security put this report out. It's their own numbers. And it seems to me like it's a lot of money. A lot of money that doesn't need to be spent. Go home. Is it any wonder why the people of our nations are interested in taking the law into our own hands? Can you blame them when you have governments that are just... So ineffective. They are signing their own pink slips. That's the only thing that can come from this. 
Now, in the meantime, the question is how much damage are they going to do to our institution of America, to this beautiful republic? There's only one reason this is happening, and that's because we've got the wide open borders. Uh, Here is Alejandro Mayorkas talking about his wishes for those illegals coming in. About 10 million, 10 million is the assumed number. 10 million is probably the ones that they've had contact with, you know, double or triple that if you want to talk about the real number of people who have come into this country illegally. Let's say 30 million illegals are here in the United States. Alejandro Mayorkas is floating a plan to give them amnesty. Uh, And Mayorkas is now pushing for the amnesty for actually 40 million illegals in this country today. That would probably be everybody who's came here since Joe Biden came into office, everybody who was here prior to that. Let's take a listen to Mayorkas. Remember, he's the guy that they could not impeach, which just baffles and address me. the other sort of uh, elephant in the room, which is dealing with the undocumented uh, immigrants who are already here in the nation. And I know it's been a political football as to trying to figure out the best way to address that. But I'm going to ask you, what is the best way to address that from your perspective? The answer is quite clear and quite straightforward, and we've been waiting for it for about 30 years, and that is to fix a system that everyone agrees is fundamentally broken, and we need congressional action, both for uh, the lawful pathways uh, that really need to be more robust in statute and for the 12 million people who are here in the United States who have been contributing so fundamentally to our country's well-being. There are neighbors, our our friends, our fellow congregants, uh, they provide our, our frontline workers. This is an address. This BS. Is an address, this is an address. BS. Okay. Alejandro Mayorkas. There are already laws on the books to govern how we handle illegal immigration. If you come to this country illegally, you are sent home. You are sent back to your country of origin. There are rules, regulations, and processes to apply for asylum. And if you don't qualify for asylum, you get sent back home. What the Joe Biden regime is doing is allowing people to come through those borders without any checks, without any balances, in contravention of the law, in flagrant abuse of what is supposed to have been done, and They're now making the argument that all of those people should be getting amnesty. My God, how bad would that be if those people come out of the shadows and become citizens out of nowhere? 40 million more Biden voters. Maybe, maybe they would vote for Biden. How many of those people are truly our our neighbors and our frontline workers? I mean, how, how many of them are not just simply living illegally on the streets? I mean, take a look at Chicago and New York. Those cities are unlivable. Are those people our neighbors and fellow congregants? No, I, I see them as sucking up resources that should be there for the people of these cities. Take in New York, for example, they have a lot of very poor people who spend most of their money on rent every single month, then the rest of their money on utilities, and then they don't have any money for food. So on Thanksgiving, they line up at soup kitchens to get turkeys, to get free meals. And you know what happened this year? 
The line was already full when they got there, and it was full of illegals that came in at the behest of Joseph Robinette Biden and Kamala Heels Up Ho Harris. So the people who would normally be relying on the charity of others, they've got nothing to rely on because there's simply not enough to go around. That right there is the best argument for why this is unsustainable and we can no longer continue to do it because there is not enough resources to go around. Go home. I am not stupid enough to believe that it will be solved before 2024. Uh, I truly believe that Donald Trump will do what he said and he's going to send all these people packing. Go home. Do not come here. Seal the border. Protect America. Protect our children. And fix the problems at home. We cannot continue to give everyone in the world a free ride. All we're doing is putting ourselves further into debt. And at a certain point, The dam is going to break. There will not be anything left. Now, here is a very interesting story. You guys may be happy to hear this. It looks like the Biden campaign has given up on the state of Georgia for 2024. There are many people out there who told me that Georgia was a given for Joe Biden just because of the cheating. Well, What happens when the campaign picks up and leaves and abandons a state? That traditionally, in every race I've seen, it's because they know they can't win. And so rather than waste the money in a place where it's fruitless, they're going to leave. Hillary Clinton did it in 2016. Joe Biden did it in 2020. I'm not certain that he, he won any state that he didn't have an active presence there. Now, I know he's not campaigning, but... You have to have an office there and you have to have somebody spending money telling people to vote for you if you're going to make it look believable that people actually did. But ever since 2020, when they stole the election, they have tried and failed on a number of occasions to take the state in full. Stacey Abrams, the sorest loser on planet Earth, she lost multiple governor's races there. So the Biden camp and Dem donors, the people providing the money for the campaign, appear to have given up. So you can take a look at the polls. Uh, You can see that Trump is rising. Doesn't mean that they are being honest. But when you take a look at the actions of the campaign itself, there appears to be some alarm bells going off at Biden HQ. Both Biden campaign and the donors that would be spending money on his campaign, don't seem to be willing to invest the money and resources in Georgia any longer. Since 2020, we've had Democratic strategists and activists fixated on Georgia, trying to determine how to expand the gains that they appeared to have made when they stole the election in 2020. This was traditionally a Republican stronghold, and and now it has the appearance of a battleground state. But some of the state's most prominent grassroots organizers, those are the ones responsible for engineering the assumed victory of Joe Biden in 2020 and the two U.S. senators in 2021, seem to be growing concerned and they simply don't have the attention span to stay down there. There used to be money flowing into Georgia. 
freely from a number of different groups, people and places that were pivotal to the at least appeared wins in Georgia. But now that money is drying up in the same way that Republicans are not supporting the RNC. The voters are not supporting the DNC and the private donors, bigger, better, Beyond that, super PACs, they don't have the money for it either. Over a month from the anticipated start of their initiatives to mobilize voters for the presidential election, they say they are confronting a deep sense of apathy among key constituencies that will take even more resources to contend with than they actually have. We've told you on a number of different occasions how Americans in droves are moving to support President Trump. Those that are now moving to support President Trump are the ones who previously supported Joe Biden. Uh, and, of course, you, you can't quantify the dead people that voted for Joe Biden, but the live but the live living people who actually voted for do, for Joe Biden, thinking that he was going to be better. Uh, the people who listened to popular music, the F Donald Trump crowd. Well, now they're like, bring back Trump. So this is a. Small but pivotal strategy to pay attention to, because if they're not going to spend money in these states, if they're not going to maintain a massive presence, boots on the ground, uh, either flyering, leafleting, uh, getting out the vote efforts, trying to canvas for Joe Biden votes, there is a reason behind that. So I'm hoping to see in 2024 a Republican sweep in Georgia. Uh, and a big time loss for Joe Biden and the Democrats. Now, it's going to be particularly fishy if Joe Biden has no campaign presence there and they suddenly come up with tens of thousands of votes in the middle of the night and inject them into the system again. I think the people of Georgia are going to be even more pissed off this time around. All right. I want to end with this. Because we talked about the tremendous expenditures that the Biden regime is putting into the illegals and the asylum seekers, while at the same time, they're ignoring the plight of average everyday Americans. This is a story about a woman, a a mother uh, who is a full-time nurse, and she made this video discussing how difficult it's been for her, how difficult it's been for her family. They're living paycheck to paycheck, and they make good money. Her name is Mackenzie Moan, and it came out on TikTok, but she's a full-time critical care nurse. She's also a Ph.D. student. She's from Pennsylvania, which, remember, that was supposed to be a Biden stronghold. Uh, And now, as a result of the increasing price of everything because of Joe Biden, she and her family are barely making ends meet. She says she makes good money, but they're still living paycheck to paycheck. Her video has over 1 million views, and I think it resonates with a lot of people. Let's go ahead and watch it. Uh, I I will at least say that it resonated with me, and I believe it's going to resonate with you. I don't don't know why I'm making this video, but... Like... I feel like... My husband and I are doing everything right. We both have good jobs. I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. I work full-time. He works full-time. We just got paid this past Friday, right? We paid the mortgage. Bought some groceries. Put some gas in the car. 
And guys, it is Tuesday. And we have like two or three hundred dollars to last us until next Friday. Like, we don't live in a big house. We, we live in a little, just a little ranch. It's 1,100 square feet, three bedrooms, one bath, us and our two kids. And like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm in school full time. I work full time. He works more than full time. He works overtime every week. I don't know what to do. I'm so stressed out. <laughs> this isn't how it's supposed to be. You know, growing up, we were told, you know, go to college, get a degree, work to support your family. Here we are. Did that. Now what? Now what? <laughs> I'm not into politics. I I don't follow it. Frankly, that stresses me out too. But like I don't know. Somebody somebody has to do something to change this because like I make good money. He makes good money. We don't live above our means. We're, I, I don't know what less than paycheck to paycheck is. What, what is that? Poverty. As a registered nurse. With a husband. With a second income. He doesn't make as much as I do, but... He still works. And brings home good money. So. Alright, so. I don't know. I'm going to end it there. Because I think that this is a a story that is familiar to every single one of us. When you know that you don't make enough money to survive, there's a problem. And her story is not unique. This is all of our stories. This is every single person in America that matters. The people who do not worry about this kind of stuff are the people who are out of touch The people like Joe Biden, the people like Nancy Pelosi, the people like the intelligentsia ruling elite class in Washington, D.C., who make decisions not based upon what is good for the nation, but what's best for them, what's best for their donors, what's best for their lobbyists. And while they make those decisions, the rest of us suffer. The rest of us find ourselves making serious cuts to the things that we need to survive. Maybe it's a decision between gas and medicine one week. And then the next week, it's a decision between buying no meat or paying your utilities. But this is life now. This is life under Joe Biden. This is the result of Bidenomics. And as terrifying as that is, what this woman is experiencing, you can't put a price on it. Because now... She's going to vote with her wallet. She's going to vote so that she and her family can survive. And this decision is being made in households all across America. 
And that, my friends, I believe is going to carry us past the finish line in 2024. All right. Uh, I've got a couple of thank yous. Uh, let me say thank you to AKA Lou9. She says, thanks for all you do. That is, unless you want to talk about orbs, I'm getting really interested in what that all means. Uh, probably we'll end up talking about that on uh, Baseless Conspiracies. And um, yeah, I, I don't know if you saw my story about an, an orb-like story last week, but um, definitely check that out in Baseless Conspiracies if you didn't uh, didn't see that. Um Hold on. And uh, thank you very much, you guys. Yeah, Chakra Heart, if the dollar collapses, we're all broke. Oh, yeah. I think the dollar will collapse. I I don't think there's any way around it. I mean, look at how much money they're spending. This is unsustainable. They can't keep it going. And, um, you know, what are they going to do? They're uh, going to evict all of us. They're going to take all of our homes. They're going to bail out the banks once again and leaving us to fend for ourselves. Try me. Okay, you want to see you want to see an uprising? The American people will not stand for it. Okay, we are at our breaking point, you guys. We are at a serious turning point in history. I just did an interview with my friend Patty from C60. Uh she was a guest on the show a number of times in the past. That video is going to be coming out First thing tomorrow. I wanted to put it out today, but I just didn't get a chance to. Um so check that out cuz we talk about this stuff a little bit. All right. Um, thank you very much to uh, two in the pink who says, have you uh, have you ever spike about being a Freemason since you started podcasting? Do you still go to meetings? No, I'm I'm, I'm not a Freemason, but uh, I, I don't go to meetings. No. Um, long time ago, I had a friend who was a Freemason and he wanted me to become a Freemason. And I went to some meetings to go see what it was all about, see if there was some secret information I was going to uh, to gather. But um, no, uh, I'm, I don't consider myself to be a Freemason and I don't go to meetings and uh, don't do anything like that. Uh, Thick Ray says, listening to you at this daytime drive home is the best. Cheers. Blue Bee, thank you for the can. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Nakaz, thank you for the shades. Porpoiseful says, uh, thank you, Zach, for all you do for us. Warrior Mima says, popped over here to send some love. Keep up the good work, Zach. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being a Freemason. I, I, I don't, and this is something that a lot of people get hung up on. They think that if you are a Freemason, like you're a bad person. Um, but it just, it wasn't for me and, uh, it wasn't something that I, it felt like I needed to put the time into it, didn't have the drive to put the time into it. Uh, and uh, at the time that I was uh, – my friend who was a Freemason, he was telling me about it, um, I, uh, I I thought that perhaps I could gain some like superior insight into the, these secret worlds and stuff and just wasn't like that. What I found was that at high levels, perhaps you've got evil people doing bad things uh, and perhaps you have some additional insight and stuff that's going on, uh, but that just doesn't happen at uh, like a local level. And it was not something that I, I had the time or the opportunity to put any uh, real time into. All right, you guys. Thank you very, very much for being here. Appreciate you all. I will be back tomorrow. Uh, got that video coming out at noon. Uh, I will also be back at 5 p.m. and then at 9 p.m. on baseless or altered state with Brad on Badlands Media. So until that time, good luck. God bless. We'll see you then.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.